0: What's up, everybody, and welcome! This is the first YouTube actual podcast I'm doing. So, if you're if you're listening online, I am recording a live version of this. So, if you guys want to see my handsome mug or ugly face, however you want to put it, we are here and ready to roll. Excuse the setup; it's very amateurish at the moment. It's something that I'm working on. As you can see, I still haven't brought that down. So there we go. We got the logo popping. So again, new setup. I'm still figuring some things out here. It's my first live, well not live, but just regular show that I'm doing. Put it up on YouTube, so it may be a little amateurish, but oh well, we're here and we're ready to roll, and tonight we are diving into, and also welcome, welcome to the Life of Pi show. For anybody who's new, I'm your host, P. Young. On this podcast, we talk about movies and television. I'm a huge movie and television buff. Love to binge watch TV shows and movies. So, if you're new, welcome. If you've been here before, thank you for coming back and enjoy the show. So, welcome back to Life of Pi with your host, P. Young. And like I said before, we are going to discussing movies and television. So, tonight, I'll be starting my mini dive into an HBO Max original that I just found a couple weeks ago that I've heard about, which is Tokyo Vice. So, so anybody who's new, what I like to do. Is I like to I like to watch these episodes and kind of break them down episode by episode and kind of give you my opinions and my thoughts on them. So, again, it's maybe a little bit rough because I'm used to not being able to, you know, have people watching this a little easier, just doing it on my own. But we're trying something new. So here we go. So Tokyo Vice. So glad I checked this show out. It's got Ken Watabi and Ansel Eckhart. So if I butchered any of the rules' names, I apologize. And throughout this little mini-series, I'm doing the believe There's seven episodes to this season. So it's just one season right now. So if I butcher any of these Japanese names, I'm hoping not to offend anybody. I apologize. I don't speak Japanese. I'm just trying to pronounce them the best way I can. So, episode one. This episode had me hooked instantly. We got our opening scene. Our opening scene, we have our main character, Jake Aldenstein. He is an American from Missoula, Missouri. He is an American living in Tokyo. And he's been there uh, at this point for years. Our opening scene shows him and Detective Katagira, played by Ken Watatabi, or Wanatabi, if forget have to pronounce it, I'm sorry. And it shows them walking into a meeting, fancy-looking meeting, because they're both wearing suits and everything. And they sit down. And basically, they get to this meeting, and they're uh, and the hosts are already there. And basically, from what we learn is that there is a character named. Let's see here. Uh, see if I can get this name right. The it's a, a Tosavi San. It's a he's the crime leader of one of the Yakuza, which is like the Japanese mob. I think is kind of how it is. Um, again, if I'm pronouncing that wrong, I apologize. And so basically, they're threatening him about writing a story and saying, if he writes it, his life's in danger. Not only his life, but his family's life. And then we get a flashback. We go, 10 years ago. So what we know is that this has already happened. Everything we're seeing has already happened, which I like. So we get a flashback. I think it's like 1997. And also, this is based off a book. This is based loosely off a book called Tokyo Vice. This guy is a real person, Jake Adelstein. He really was a crime journalist in Tokyo in the 90s. So, I haven't read the book yet. I'm looking forward to it. Again, some of the stuff I read is based loosely off of it, but again, it's television. So, stuff's going to be exaggerated. And it is what it is, you know? So, but overall, great series. So, we flash back. We see him studying on a bus. And then he's running around a couple different places, getting dinner, studying some more. And then we flash forward a little bit. And it shows him showing up to a test. We don't know what the test is actually for. He's it shows him studying like, whether economics and like politics. And they ask him. If he takes the test. They're like, "Yo, they're like, hey, this is a jap. This is in Japanese." He's like, "I know." And his Japanese in this, I have no idea if it's accurate or if it's if he's pronouncing stuff right. But if he is, he is doing a phenomenal job learning this. And throughout this series, um. I will warn you guys, if you have seen or haven't seen it, well, obviously if you're watching and you're seeing my review of it, but one thing I actually didn't mind was all the subtitles. I'm not a big subtitles person, but once in a foreign language, okay, but I like the way they didn't overdo it, but I like the way they kept it kind of authentic with like they let the Japanese, let, let, there's a lot of Japanese spoken by like all the characters as well as English. And I like the way they transition from English to Japanese in the middle of sentences. I actually really enjoyed that and liked that. So, so I found it super easy to follow. Super easy to follow with all that. Because, again, they jump back and forth. super easy to follow. And so we see that he takes this test. He's freaking out about it. And he finishes early. Which, to me, anytime I finish the test early in school, I was like, oh, God, did I forget something? Did I not do something? And, of course... We see that he forgets to do the back half of the test, which has happened to me and probably to some of you out there watching this. It's a terrifying thought. Your, your stomach is just in knots and there's nothing you can do about it. And so that we, we we end up going back to his apartment and we see on his wall, there's a bunch of clippings. There's like a Yakuza, Yakuza magazine clippings all over the place of like two or three different guys. And so, I'm sorry, I skipped over a part. He's walking home uh, from the test and everything, and he passes by like a restaurant or nightclub and sees a couple Japanese guys um, getting out of a vehicle. And they're very well dressed, look kind of dangerous looking, sunglasses at night, that kind of thing. He looks at them too long, and the one guy kind of gives him the head nod, like, get out of here. He's like, all right, CSR kind of thing. And we'll go back to his place, and we see that some of the guys he's looking at or saw, were in, like, these magazines that he bought on the way home. They're, they're Basically, they're, like, like almost, like, fan magazines of, like, the Japanese mob, is what I'm going to call it, I guess, is kind of what it is. Or crime families. Or syndicates, whatever you want to call it. And so, basically, these people write about them, and think these people are great people, and there's, like, stories about them, their rankings, what they, what they look like, and everything. And he has clippings everywhere. And then we find out about two, three minutes later, he's actually... was taking a test to get in to write for the newspaper so let me get this newspaper name right because i don't want to screw this up for you guys let's see here yeah i didn't write the newspaper down that's my bad but yeah it's it's the biggest newspaper in tokyo then they said there's 12 million readers a day and this guy they actually hire him he's the first american Ever to work for this newspaper, so he's automatically an outsider, and they call him names referring to him. I won't say because I don't know if it's over a line or not, so I won't say what they call him. Um, so basically, like people or I don't take him serious. His boss try and tell him, you know, the rules still still apply to you just because you're American. There's no different rules for you. His boss's boss doesn't think he should be in the room because he's an American. Thinks he's lost. And he actually ends up going out partying. After they get hired, he gets put in the police beat, so Everybody starts. So he goes out partying with some of his buddies. And they give him a hard time. And he kind of finds out that, like, everybody that's been there for a while, like, their life is the newspaper. And then, of course, the next morning, we flash forward to the next morning. And we got, we got a dude dead on the bridge. sword in his gut. Two or three stab wounds. Defensive wounds. And, of course... Jake is there. Jake Allstein is there, and we have our first official meeting, well, I guess our first sh- or second showing of detective category. And so he Jake goes back to the office. There's a press conference and basically the Japanese police department give the newspaper very little, very little. They won't say it's a murder. They just said a crime has happened, and they won't give him any details. And so, Jake ends up actually being introduced, well, he sees uh, Detective Miyamoto, who's another main character in the show, great character, excuse me, and again, like I said, please don't give me any information, and so Jake's given his first assignment, which is the story, his job is to basically write what the police said happened. So, what does this guy do? Does the complete opposite, which I love, he's like, screw that. And so he gets in trouble, of course, and they tell him to rewrite it. He goes off, tracks down his information of this guy. We find out he's in a lot of debt, and he actually goes to this guy's house, and he sa- sees this logo of a loan company, that's, that's, and he actually sketches it down, writes down the address, and he goes to this place and finds out there's nothing there. Like, the building's just empty. The building doesn't exist, which is really fishy. And, of course, he tells his boss this. The boss, his boss, um, doesn't want to hear it. Just tells him, you write the story you're supposed to write. You don't get to decide what is written. You don't write anything the police don't tell you you can't write. So, basically, the newspaper is controlled by the police department, in a sense. There's no, like, real freedom of speech there. It's the kind of sense that I got. So, Jake goes out of his way goes and tries to befriend Miyamoto again if I again guys, I, I apologize if I'm messing up these names pretty bad they're difficult names for me to pronounce I apologize anyways so introduces himself to, 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 to Miyamoto um, and basically tries to befriend him so he can get information so he can be like a source for him with the police department you have like inside information and whatnot and so basically Miyamoto takes him to a hostess club because a guy stops him in the streets about somebody owes him money and stuff. So they're like, let's go to the hostess club and you can help me pick up girls and buy me dinner. And then we'll discuss stuff. And so Jake gets there. I think it looks like he's new to this, And I didn't know what hostess club was guys. I didn't know this is a thing anywhere. Apparently it's a real thing over in Japan, which is okay. Cool. You know, whatever. Um, it's for males. And there's one for males, one for females, females, Basically you pay for these girls, these like beautiful girls and women, I'm sorry, and or men if you go to the right one. And they come and basically they come and they spend time with you and they're your companion for the night but as long and basically we're introduced to another character named Samantha who Jake oversees singing and that says she's beautiful and she's American, talks to her. Basically she goes the way this works is the more you buy the longer I chat and so he has any more money because he just started a new job and they're not paying him very much because he's, you know, low man totem pole. And so we're introduced to Samantha, another main character. I also forgot to mention, we do meet Soto, who is another huge main character in this show. Um, so Miyamoto basically takes him to another. And so after we meet Samantha and Soto, we he leaves and they go to base. I'm guessing it's a strip club. I'm not really sure. They don't really define it, I guess unless I just missed it again, or something. So, Miyamoto has takes Jake to the strip club, and basically Jake's trying to get information out of him, and he tells him, there's no murders. There's no murder in Japan, ever. And Jake's like, what are you talking about? He goes, there's no murder. He goes, the only way there's murder here is if a witness comes forward saying they saw a murder. Which doesn't happen, because of the Yakuza. Yeah, I'm sorry, the Yakuza. And so, basically Jake's just like, what are we doing here then? Sorry guys, I'm going to check stuff from time to time here on the screen. I got it hot wired over here. Um, and so while they're there at the club, Detective Miyamoto gets a page, says work. And so Jake goes with it. Well, basically follows him to, to wherever they're at. And they see a man standing in the street covered in gasoline. And the guy like lights himself on fire in front of everybody and dies. It's a really kind of cool. It's not, I wouldn't say cool, but like it's, it's a graphic scene, but the way they did it was kind of cool. It obviously the fire's fake, but it was a cool looking scene. I guess the best way to put it without sounding inhumane. And then Jake ends up finding, you know, he finds the same logo on like basically a cigarette or a lighter package of the same loan company. That he found at the dead guy. Off the dead guy. That was stabbed on the bridge. And so basically Jake. Decides he needs to go out. And buy some information. So he goes to some kind of police station or something. Like the files department. And basically buys like the original copy of the police report. From the guy running the front desk. With a little bit of booze And it looks like food. And so he ends up. Going to the widow's house. And talking to her, and she's like, why did he kill himself? She was because of the shame. You know, if you're in debt, you're in shame. You're a man who can't protect your family. You know, very, um, it's a cultural thing, I guess, is the the gist I got. And she tells him it's um, all about the debt he was in and that she plays on like, audio recordings of the Yakuza calling them day and night. The calls just were nonstop harassment, which basically drove him to kill himself, and once the money couldn't be collected, they stopped calling. Of course, this is a shock to him, he can't believe this is happening, and then he goes back to his boss again, saying, like, look, these two things are connected, the same logo is at two different crime scenes within, like, hours of each other, to me, that's no coincidence at all, guys, that's no coincidence, of course, this guy seems like he's a sharp dude, and so, excuse me. And of course, yeah, so the harassment phone calls, yeah. So then we flash over to Soto and he's he's there with some other like Yakuza members and there's like a whole ritual happening about guy members being moved up in the rankings, I'm assuming. Is basically what ha- is happening? I don't really know cuz I don't know that culture that well, so I won't pretend like I do. And then basically flip back over to Jake going back to the crime scene for a second, for a second time. And he, he sees like a vision of the man dousing himself in fire and lighting himself on fire. And then it's kind of the end of the episode. So I said a lot of the highlights there, guys. A lot happened in this first episode. And honestly, I was hooked after one episode. I very much enjoyed the series. I've watched it through twice already. <laughs> and I'll watch it again as I kind of do these. So, I know it's kind of a quick video. Um, I'll talk a little faster than normal cuz I'm normal I'm a little nervous doing this on the video way the YouTube way this way. So, the next one will probably be a little bit longer cuz there's a lot more happening as we keep going on and I'll hit more and more as we keep going. So, hope you guys enjoyed this version of it and thank you guys who are just listening on your headphones or in your car. And be sure to describe, since you found my channel, be sure to subscribe, like, and five stars helps me move up through the rankings, uh, helps other people reach and find my podcast, which is much appreciated. If you're already a a follower, much love to you, much appreciated. If you're new, welcome. We're going to cover lots of cool stuff here. Um, Yeah, and that's all I got for you guys tonight. So I want to thank you guys all again for joining me. And as always, I hope you've enjoyed your slice of pie. Talk to y'all next time.